0: Hello and welcome back to the Building Strength Podcast. I'm your host, Theo Lim, and this will be the first episode of Season 3. It's been a long hiatus. It's been about a year and a half since I've done a podcast episode. So here we are. We're back. Back in action. The schedule is to put out one episode every month, and this will be episode one of season three. So in this episode, just kind of want to say hello again. Hope you guys have been well. It's now November 7th, 2022. I just want to give a quick recap of life over the last year or so. Quick recap of what's going on with my in-person and online coaching. We'll take a look at what my training looked like over the last year, and I have two listener questions that I will address towards the end, uh, towards the back half of the podcast. So, tune in for that. The questions I received was from my boy Kevin. He asks, how has your training mentality changed as you've matured and aged over the years? Great question. Thank you for that. And then another question from Nina, how to deal with lulls in motivation and readjusting after life events or injuries. So we'll get to those, like I said, in the back half of the podcast. So, quick recap of life over the last year. Well, two big events. <clears throat> Excuse me. I got married just over one month ago, and I've since moved in with my partner and her daughter, slash, our daughter. So, that was about, we moved in together about two or three months ago, just a month before the wedding, actually. And then we got married a month ago and it's been amazing. And, uh, the wedding day itself was awesome. It was a really great time. It was, we we had a lot of help from our family, from our friends and The day of was great, it all went smoothly, everyone had lots of fun, and it was nice to just have everyone in our lives all in one room together. And it was just all in all a successful day. As someone who's never planned a party before, or never really planned any events, planning a wedding, as my first event ever was quite an experience no complaints it all went smoothly it was just a lot of planning for one day um a lot and a lot of planning again like i said for someone who's never planned an event before so we i proposed back in february and then we got married in october Um, so it was a it was a stressful six months um, we were also doing some renovations at home over the six months so we just had a lot going on with home renovations, planning a wedding, moving in together and then at the same time both of us still working are at our both of us still working. So sorry, voice is getting a bit raspy here just dealing with, a little bit of a a lingering cough <clears throat> so over the last 6 months uh, my training itself has been training basically from february to no, to october that period of time while i was planning the wedding while we were doing reno's Training was very minimal. I was doing whatever I could do and whenever I could. It was kind of like 10 minutes here, 15 minutes here, 20 minutes here. 20 minutes was probably my max. And I would just get in there, 10 minutes of burpees, 10 minutes of kettlebell swings, 10 minutes of pull-ups, and then I would get out of there. Uh, It obviously wasn't ideal, but that's kind of... It wasn't, the, it wasn't that I didn't have the time to train. It was more so the mental capacity to actually want to train and push it. Of course, in my mind, I still wanted to train, and I did, but I didn't have the mental capacity to push myself for much more than 20 minutes or 30 minutes at a time. It just wasn't there. Just with everything going on, we did... There was a lot going on with the house and with wedding planning. And there just always seemed to be a list of, a never-ending list of things to do. So training definitely wasn't ideal. Um, I didn't know it at the time, but after, or a couple, yeah, I think a week after the wedding, I stepped on my friend's scale and I had gone from 175 pounds to 165 pounds over the last six months, um, of course, not not what I was looking for. It was definitely stress related weight loss. Um, and since then, I'm just building myself back up. So what does training look like right now? Training is definitely a lot more consistent now. Um, my goal is to train every other day, at least. So my goal for November is to do 15 out of... 30 days. So if I get 15 workouts this month, I will be a very satisfied individual. And we are on track for that. Um, In terms of training, I'm back on the things I like to do and the things that I know feel good for me, which is my pull-ups, kettlebell swings, burpees, and reintroducing some boxing training, so I'd say those are the main things. Definitely getting lots of skipping in, getting my lunges in, getting my squats in, getting my rows in, nothing nothing fancy, and then reintroducing kettlebell work. So I'm back up to training, like I said, every other day. And my goal is, I usually have 30 minute workouts. So I still keep it pretty short. I kind of, jokingly, but not really, I'm kind of on those parent workouts, just kind of getting in, getting, being really efficient with it and getting out of there. And then of course, on the nutrition side of things, getting my protein in, getting my every, like every meal, having protein with that meal. So three meals a day, protein with every meal, 40 to 50 grams of protein at each meal. What else? I'm also, you know, make sure I walk, make sure I ride my bicycle when the weather allows. Just trying to stay active, trying to stay mobile, trying to just be, just have my body feeling good so that I can do whatever it needs to do. In terms of work, I'm doing my in-person training out of the garage. I'm mainly doing one on ones, two on ones, and a few three on one sessions. And also doing a little bit of online coaching as well, online programming. So if anyone's looking to do any in person or online coaching, you know where to find me. So looking at my, looking at these questions. Because these kind of tie into the, my life situation over the last year or so. The first question from Kevin. How has your training mentality changed as you've matured and aged over the years? Like most of you guys know, I've been training since I was 15. So training for half my life now. So I'm now 30. Been training for 15 years uh, there's definitely been a progression over the years and a maturation over the years so like many of you guys know i went i, I was really into powerlifting for a solid eight years and then i got into kettlebell training over the last seven years five years and then also now introducing more bodyweight training. So that's kind of been the progression over the years, heavy strength training with powerlifting and then dabbling in a little bit of bodybuilding and then learning about kettlebells and using those and how to use those. And then now learning about bodyweight training, getting into running, getting into boxing, It's been a progression over the years. And mentally, my training mentality, how has it changed? I definitely don't take things as serious as I used to. As in, I used to be very obsessed about my training, about my strength training, about my numbers, how much weight I was lifting, and always so fixated on the next progression. Not to say that this is a bad thing, but I was so obsessed that it probably wasn't a healthy way to go about it. I'd say over the years, I've definitely chilled out in terms of these days. I'm not so focused on my lifting numbers. I'm not so focused on specific strength goals, although I still have I'd say baseline goals, baseline standards that for me, I know that if I am above these baseline standards, I am in good shape and I, that's something I can be proud of and that I can, it just gives me a sense of satisfaction to know that, okay, these are the baseline standards that I can do. I should be able to do these in order to count myself as a strong and in shape person right so for example there's you know certain pull-up standards for myself there are certain burpee standards there are certain kettlebell standards like for me pull-ups being able to hit you know minimum of 12 to 15 pull-ups at any given point that that's great for me. That's right now. That's great Of course, it'd be awesome if I could be able to hit 20 at any given point. That's something to build towards in terms of burpees just for my own um, conditioning if I can hit you know sessions of 50 to 100 burpees with multiple counts of push-ups in it for me that is enough right now and just slowly building up the volume numbers in terms of my pull-ups and burpees same with my kettlebell lifts Uh, for me there's the kettlebell double kettlebell clean double kettlebell press double kettlebell squat uh, kettlebell swing those i all have i have baseline strength numbers for all of those exercises so it's not so much me um, reaching to PR or me wanting to lift more. It's more that I've been lifting long enough to know like, okay, for someone at with my experience, I should be able to do this. Same with um, things like skipping or running. I At, at this point in my life, I want to be able to pretty much, I describe it as, I want to be able to do anything that I want to do. If I want to, or anything that I need to do. If I need to run down, run down the street, you know, and, or run to catch a bus or something. It's like, I should be able to do this. No problem. If I need to lift up uh, our daughter, or if I want, or if she wants to be lifted up, I should be able to do that. No problem. And... These are just things like if I, you know, if I want to be able to run up this set of stairs or run up 20 sets of stairs, I should be able to do that. No problem. Right. So it's just keeping my body in shape to just be able to do anything. It's really that simple for me right now. So back to the question of how how my training mentality has changed. Like I said, I've definitely chilled out and not, have, not be so obsessed about specific numbers, but the obsession is more so like, okay, am I, like I said, doing this frequently enough? Am I doing enough to actually be strong and be in shape for me? So I'm more obsessed about like actually doing the thing rather than pushing so hard to like, Bench a certain amount or squat a certain amount that kind of stuff doesn't really matter to me right now I guess the main thing is it's less ego driven um, it's less ego driven in terms of like I don't really care to impress anyone On the internet or on instagram. I don't really care to impress You know my peers it's like if we're for me, it's enough to be like, OK, if we're going to do a workout, I usually work out by myself. But if I'm going to work out with other people, can I do everything that they want to do? And the, the answer should be a resounding yes. It's like if people want to push sleds, if people want to do a boxing workout, if people want to do a full body like uh, class or conditioning workout or strength workout like can I hang can I do everything everything that they want to do Um, another example is like for me when I go to pick up Tallulah at school it's kind of like okay um, I watch the kids play I watch them do their thing sometimes I'll join in but for me it's like okay if I can do everything that they're doing if I can do monkey bars if I can run run for hours Uh, if i can you know play sports with them if i can lift them up like if i can do everything they can do i'm good and because kids are agile as hell so for me that's a kind of it like and if i can do this for the next 50 years i'm gonna be good so just simple things and for some actionable takeaways, I guess. Standards that I think are really important, like stand things we do, things I do with my clients, um, no matter how old they are, the younger ones, the older ones, there are certain standards, there are certain things that I think they should be able to do. Uh, number one, they should be able to do a bodyweight squat with a respectable range of motion. Uh, they should be able to do a lunge with... With good range of motion, pain-free, they should be able to do. They should be able to hang from the bar, do push-ups, um, maybe do chin-ups. That's not necessary for everyone, but hanging from the bar is more necessary than that. Uh, they, for me, I like to see my clients being able to skip rope, uh, push the sled, carry weights, do farmers carries, carry weights, and walk with it. Simple stuff. Uh, what else? For me, I like to see them being able to do basic mobility exercises like the world's greatest stretch, uh, cat-cows. Pro- those are probably the two of the main ones so that I can see that their hips are moving properly or optimally. Their spine, they can move their spine. They have control of those things. And that they can move their shoulders well because really that's those are kind of the key areas your shoulders, your spine and your hips. So I've just gone from a very strength based approach. I mean the approach is still strength based, it's just not so it's just not so focused on reaching certain numbers as opposed to my clients and myself being able to do the thing right can they run running's a big one it's like can they run down the block they don't need to run a really long distance but can they run down the block can they speed up if necessary like if there's an emergency can they run faster can they sprint so that's how my training mentality has changed over the years hopefully that answers the question like I said, it's less of an ego-driven thing as to a... Uh, and now it's more of a basic movement fundamental kind of thing. Like, are, are, is everyone able to do the thing? Or is everyone able to do what they need to do in life? Are they able to pick up their kids pain-free Are they able to play with their kids pain-free? Are they able to play the sports they want to play pain-free? It's just, Are they able to do things pain-free and in an optimal way? Are they able to perform well in their lives so that there's nothing really holding them back to do the thing? Because there's nothing worse than not being able to do the thing because there's something holding you back. Like, oh, my knees hurt or my lower back hurts or my shoulder hurts it's just about being able to do the thing. So, hopefully that answers that. The second question is how do you deal with lulls in motivation and readjusting after life events or injuries? Just going to sip some coffee here. So, lulls in motivation and readjusting after life events or injuries. Motivation is always going to lull. Like I said, in the last year, my motivation wasn't that high for me to train. But the routine and the habit and the discipline of even doing a 10-minute workout, that helped me feel good. And I knew that even just doing 10 minutes would help me feel better. It would just you know, the, what's, what's the worst thing for me is like that thought when I'm out of routine and that lingering thought in my mind of like, oh, I should, I should work out. I should do this. I should, I should, I should spend 10 minutes to do that. And just that thought consumes me sometimes when I'm out of the routine. But I personally know that if I just do 10 minutes, I'm going to feel better right after. Like if I just do 10 minutes of burpees, I'm going to feel a lot better than I did if I didn't do it. So for me, it's getting, just getting into that routine, giving yourself or setting yourself just like a very low, low um, baseline slash goal, just like a low barrier of entry to do the thing. So if that means you set yourself a goal of walking for 10 minutes and that's just going to get you going again, that's perfectly fine. Or if it's just, um, you know, doing 10 minutes of stretching. If you, it's just building on it, right? A lot of this, a lot of this is just momentum-based. Sometimes we fall out of the momentum of things and we just need to rebuild the momentum because if you know what that momentum feels like, or if you've been in a good groove before, you'll be able to get there again because you know, you know what that feels like. You know how good that feels, and it'll, it'll always, it always feels better after doing a short, even if it's ten minutes, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. You're always going to feel better, and I don't know. It's, I think it's partly because of the exercise itself, of course it is part, it is because of the exercise itself, like physiologically, when you exercise or exert yourself, that feels good for the body, it just releases energy. And sometimes it helps release negative energy, which is great. But I think a big part of setting aside 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, one hour, a big part of that is also the mental aspect of like, I have prioritized myself for this amount of time. and mentally, that feels good to know that, okay, I have invested time into myself. And you know, in a world where there's so much to do, people have work, people have families, people have things to do in a day in, in a day. It just feels good to set aside time for yourself, whether that's sitting down to read a book, whether that's, you know, anything that makes you feel good. It just, that's part of um, doctor happiness is like, what makes you, what gives you happiness in life? And how much time do you, do you put aside to do those things? It's really simple, right? So, lulls in motivation and readjusting after life events. It's always just go slow, right? Just go slow, build yourself up, build up your momentum. Uh, Just set out one goal for yourself. Is it to drink? Drink water? That could be the daily goal. That could be your first step. Is it to take a walk that could be that could be your first step or that could be the next step just set out one or two goals for yourself don't don't put too much on your plate don't put too much pressure on yourself you know don't start by setting a goal of working out for seven days a week if you've got if you're not working out at all right just take small steps and rebuild it because at the end of the day This isn't a four-week thing. This isn't an eight-week thing. It's not a 12-week thing. This is a life thing. Like you're going to, ideally, you're planning to do this for the next five years, 10 years, 20 years, 40 years, 50 years, right? It's like they say, that it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Health isn't a four-week thing. Health is your whole life thing. So take your time with it. Especially after big life events, right? And then the second part of this is lulls and motivation after an injury. Of course, an injury is a bit tougher. I've had, I've made podcast episodes on injuries in the past. The main thing about injuries is, of course, um, addressing the injury. But while you're addressing the injury, focusing on the things you can do. So if you have a wrist injury, you can still walk. You can still train your core. You can still train your lower body. You can still train the other arm. There are exercises you can do that. Even with the injured wrist, even on that side, there are still exercises you can do. If you, have an, if you have a lower body injury, you can still train your upper body while you rehab your lower body. You can still train your core. Um, there's always something else you can do like if you have a back injury okay maybe that puts you out of commission for a lot of lower body things if your lower back hurts but I'm sure there's still one or two exercises you can do for the lower body you can still find some upper body stuff to do and you can still walk Um, so just finding the things you can do finding the things that you actually want to do like for me that's why the last two, three years, it's been a lot of bodyweight stuff. It's been a lot of kettlebell stuff. It's just when I sit down to think about what I want to do for training, those are the things I gravitate towards. And of course, every now and then I'll do some barbell work with my friends, but it's not really something I, that gets me excited right now or it's not something that's gotten me excited in the last couple of years for me if i think about working out it's like okay i can just get in there bang out a whole bunch of pull-ups bang out a whole bunch of burpees get in some kettlebell work do a quick run do a boxing workout skip skip rope those are things that get me excited and that's why i pick those things because it's always easier when you're when it's something you want to do so Hopefully that helps. All in all, it's just always about baby steps, focusing on the fact that this is going to be a life thing and not worrying so much about like in eight weeks, I want to be able to do this. In 12 weeks, I want to be able to do this. Of course, those mini goals are good too. And I don't want to take away from that. But from a health perspective, from a life perspective, a long-term vision is key. So that was episode one, season three. As always, just like before, if you guys have topic suggestions, if you guys have questions for, for me, for the podcast, please let me know. And just like that, episode one is done. So thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate it. Hope that wasn't too rusty for a first podcast back. And I'll see you guys on episode two. Thank you for listening. Have a good day.